0: All right. There is no person that I'm more honored to talk to because I haven't talked to him in so long than Jonathan Papelbon, who is at, at live from the 5'8 farm, right? Correct? 5'8 farm. Correct. Live. We're live, baby. Live, live. from the 5'8 farm. There it is. There it is. We're live. Nobody, nobody, uh, nobody makes better at, at fresh eggs than Jonathan Papelbon. I've always said that about you, so good job. there you go hey how's it going you disappeared good what's happening dude nothing it's first of all excellent job on nesting this year excellent job thank
1: you man i tried my best you know i I, you know i'm still pretty green in that area rob so
0: no you're you, you were you were nails you were absolute nails so hey before before i forget so I had Lester on the podcast yesterday, John Lester. Yeah,
1: man. He retired when he retired, right?
0: He retired, yes. And so he came on the podcast yesterday. Future Hall
1: of Famer. Future Hall of Famer. Ooh, all right, we'll get
0: to that. All right.
1: We'll get no, to that. No, come on. We're not even gonna get to that. That's not even a question. No. Rob. Don't even come at me with
0: that the first thing this morning, bro. I'm, I'm not I'm, no, I'm not disagreeing with you. We're gonna get to okay. the same thing in a second. But what I promised to John Lester. And when, you know, Pat, when I make a promise, I make a promise. Yeah, you damn right. I said, I said, tomorrow I have Jonathan Papabon on, I have Pap on the podcast, and I promised that on this podcast that Pap will officially retire. And he said, he's already retired. I said, no, he has not officially retired. Right. Correct. Never, never. I'm
1: never going to retire. It's never happening. I don't care if I'm on my deathbed like Ted Williams thinking he can still hit at age 90. I'm never retired. That's just a fact. That's how it's going.
0: Oh, so you won't, you won't look into the camera right now and say I am using this to say I'm, I'm officially retired. No,
1: no, no, no. The hell with your podcast and the hell with retiring. No. No, 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 not happening, dude. All Who right. knows? They may they may come up with some some pill in the future, and then all of a sudden I feel like I'm 25 again. So, no retirement, dude. All right,
0: because he but said, "Can I
1: still go in the Hall of Fame if I don't retire?" Though
0: no, that's well, I get that's the weird thing, right? You you are on the Hall of Fame ballot, but you haven't retired. So then I don't have to retire. Right. So, well, you'll be the first person. Here's the thing. This should be your goal. You should be you might be the first person in the Hall of Fame who isn't actually who is actually still playing. So there you go.
1: Hey, that you see, that's why you don't retire, man. Like, you know, I get it. Some of these guys want to do the retirement tour and I get, you know, announcing it, you know, but. Hey, I'm always optimistic. You don't know what the future holds, man. You don't know what the future holds. Like I said, you know. So,
0: <laughs> you listen. You look good. Through, you look good throwing out the first pitch. You looked limber.
1: Hey, dude. Hey, that's what I'm saying. 91. I still got it. You know what I <laughs> mean? And, and like just like I said, who knows what happens in the future and, and what you know?
0: Am I? I could get a robotic arm in the future. I don't even know. If anyone could get a robotic arm, I think it would be you. Like I, I, I oh yeah. <laughs> Listen, I I said this, is that I've never seen anyone, you know, covering you like who, who who threw the ball like you. Don't mind my rooster, man. You hear my rooster? Yeah. Well, is he messing up? Is he no, messing up the interview, Rob? No, no. He's he's adding to the interview right now. Actually.
1: His name is Dak. His name is Dak. Dak that ass up. That's what we call him.
0: Is is that why his name is Dak or because of Dak Prescott? No.
1: Dak Prescott, Mississippi State. Yeah. Mississippi State. There you go. Yeah.
0: You have one rooster. That's it.
1: Yeah. I got one rooster and I, and he, uh, he takes care of about, uh, 17 hens.
0: Okay. You You got a lot of work, a lot of work every day, Rob. I know. Get in the rounds, man. I, I tell you what, if, if, the, uh, if just imagine if you didn't sign that big contract, what you would be doing? Holy man! Hey.
1: <laughs> hey, hey! I got ten percent battery life though.
0: Okay, all right, all right. Well, we'll we'll, we'll crank through this real quick. All right. Okay, uh, what's up? Now that you now that you said that you won't retire, so, uh, um, <laughs> all right. Jeez, look at that, ro- that rooster! Uh, all right. Hall of Fame. You're on the ballot. Should you be in the Hall of Fame? And I don't know, man. I, look, I don't. It's going
1: to be one of those things, maybe like a Jim Rice thing. I know I was as nice, you know, and, and uh, as complimentary as most Hall of Fame should be during their career, but I don't judge it on that. And uh, I took no prisoners. I didn't care what people said. I said, it may hurt me. It may not. But at the end of the day, man, you know what? I, I, look, um, it's not going to make a difference in my life. You know what I mean? Do I want to be in? Hell yeah, of course. You know? Um, but it might be a Jim Rice thing, you know, just take a while. But at the end of the day, um, you know, I, I, I would love for that to happen and especially to be the first unretired Hall of Fame inductee. But, you know, at the end of the day, um, it's something that I strive for when I was playing in my career to dominate an era of baseball, which I right. feel like I did. And I feel like if you dominate an era of baseball, you deserve that writer, that chance. So I don't know, man,
0: we'll see. If you have the hall of fame speech, give me a sample. Give me a little bit. I would see, listen, I would like to see you in the hall of fame for for no other reason. I want to see the pap hall of fame speech, right? Well, uh, the first opening line would
1: be, I ain't going in this damn hall of fame to these damn writers quit voting on it and screw all the writers and the only members vote. How do you think uh, that
0: would go over? All right. Well, that's, listen, I mean, other people have said that. So, so other people have said <laughs> that. It is uh. So the closures get in the Hall of Fame. Obviously, there's closures in the Hall of Fame, right? So obviously. Yeah. Billy Wagner, he's probably not going to get in. I voted for Billy Wagner, though. Like, yeah. you, you were a teammate of Billy Wagner. I think little. he deserves to be in, even though, you know, he
1: never won one. It, it, I mean.
0: Right. But, I mean, but you were – you won. You were dominant. Um, if, believe me, if they, if they could measure spin rate, Pat, back when you pitched. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, right? Like, I was like – you know, I, I said this to Farrell when you first came up. I'm like, how does that ball jump for the last five feet like it does with Pat? Right? And they – like, yep. then they had no idea now we know no no yeah yeah no man you know back in the day
1: it was just you know uh we called it life you know and al nipper my minor league coach came on he's like man you got life on your fastball and i was like i didn't even know what life meant i was just trying to take them seams and spin them as fast as i could (laughs) you know but i don't know you know things have changed the closers role has changed and um you know, that's why I think my records are safe in Boston and in Philly. You know, um, I, I don't think that there's guys just going to say, hey, give me the ball 60 times a year and saves and let me go get 40, 50 of them. Right. I, it's it's an ever-revolving door in the bullpen now. Yeah. So, I mean, who says that? I I don't know, man. That's another thing. I mean, do records even count? I mean, uh, I, mean I feel like I played at two prestigious – historic you know organizations and you hold records there as something but you know starters roles have changed everything like i mean lester going you know seven eight nine innings like he always did there's something to be said for him too
0: man like you don't see pitchers like him anymore you just pitchers you know right well you you also if you were pitching now they would say pap go out and pitch two innings Go out pitch in the ninth, right? Maybe you go out
1: pitch two innings, and we'll give you three
0: days off. Yeah, exactly. No lie. Yeah, no lie. So, hey, hey, so I was talking with Lester about this yesterday too about uh, contract extensions, and he mentioned you as a good example of this—someone who's betting on himself, right? When did you realize that you were gonna do that? Like, you know, when did you realize it? Did did the Red Sox ever come and try to get you signed up? No, because I squashed that bug from the very
1: beginning. Like, I almost let Theo know before he even asked me. And, you know, Theo was great. I loved Theo back in the day. And um, he always treated me with respect. And so I kind of just treated him the same way. And, um, man, at the end of the day, it's going to sound cocky, but look. I started betting on myself when I knew I was better than everybody else. (laughs) I I, look, that ain't. And I said, "Man, there, you know, why not? Why not? You know, just keep my, just keep my ass healthy, and I'll be fine."
0: And you know what? You got to. What was it? So last year, last year in Boston was two thousand eleven, right? Correct. Yeah. 2011. And I'll say this, like, man, like you you stood there after that last game for an hour. An hour in Baltimore, right? I mean, I was was a bitch, man. Yeah, but you did it. Like, I always give you credit for that. An hour after that game, answering every question. And then but then you know, you're like, okay, you know what? You know, at maybe a couple days later after all that stuff, but you said, Hey, you know what? I made it. I made it to the end of this contract. Now I'm gonna get another one. Right. And, and and like here's
1: the thing is too, is that like um you know, I kind of um knew that the um how do I say this? I know I knew the shitstorm was gonna happen before the shit storm happened after okay. eleven. Okay. Uh, you know you know about that you could you could refer to that on your podcast but
0: no yes the chicken and beer and all that stuff
1: oh yes so okay so i i was like and i knew tito was gone i knew uh, i knew what was happening theo actually called me and told me and he said look you're probably not go get the first best deal you want and i was appreciative of it right and -hmm. that's what i did and you know, well, Bobby Valentine comes and blah. I don't know if I would have made it through that. You know what I mean? I don't. I don't know. Like, I mean, the Bryce Harper fight was nothing compared to what probably would have happened. You know, and joy would call me all the time. He's like, "Oh my god, I don't know what? what in the, I'm in a hellhole," you know. But they turned it around. You know. So, I mean, I don't know, Rob.
0: <laughs> I, I I didn't think of that. I, yeah. Listen, for our purposes, it would have been, it was a, it was a crazy year anyway, but the Pap Bobby Valentine year might have been, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Something. He'd have yeah. tried to start
1: tweaking the whole closers role and coming up with all kind of crazy stuff in his mind, and we would have probably,
0: yeah. Yeah. But, but listen, I mean, it worked out. It worked out, like you said. Yep. So when you, So you said Theo called you after? after the year
1: yeah like like the next day and he was like hey what what are you thinking here's what I you know I have got going on here's what I think is going to happen you know without saying too much to me you right. know right but, but i mean saying,
0: but not saying to, not saying to you hey you know we want to have you back he was like more of hey you know shit's going to you know be a lot different and yeah so go get is
1: shit's going to change around here pat
0: go get the first deal you <laughs> know what i mean <laughs> there there you go here yeah, you know. yeah. So, so I mean, when you were you were going along, you had it. Obviously, you set records in Philly, right? Correct. Right, right. You set records in Philly. You traded for the guy who plays for the Red Sox now, Pavetta. Um, Pavetta, yeah, yeah. And um, so you like, but then like, you know, like I thought you were gonna keep pitching. I thought you were gonna keep. Well, and I know that you're not retired yet. But, man, like you were, you you're just like you were, you were nails, man. Like you were. Yeah. Nails. So
1: here's the thing with that, Rob. Okay. So I was in Washington, and um, I had like you know little slap tears in my intercostal. What, but it was okay. But then it just kept on bothering me, and I got to the point really when I was there, it had nothing to do with Bryce. It had nothing to do. I man, hell, we are we were cool. Um, but. I got to the point, Rob, where, like, the following year, you know, I talked to – Doc. I I could have gone and played again, but I'd eventually gone back in the minor leagues, had to rehab for a few weeks. It was something that – you can't have surgery on it, really, but it's going to – if you push it, it's going to shut down on you. And I was, for, you know, a few more million bucks, (laughs) hey, look, I come home and I was like, you know, look, I I don't – minor leagues back and forth possibility – that ain't me. Uh,
0: I, I, I got I to gotta start cracking out the egg farm. So, yeah, you know, exactly. The, so you had one of the, you know, we talk about um, like baseball now. You had one of the best quotes I, I can remember, which was, well, you had a lot of good quotes. So, so anyway, but you had one of the best quotes. Said We were talking about time of game. It's like, listen, if you have a good movie, you have a good like four-hour movie, You sit through the four-hour movie. You don't bitch about it,
1: right? Yeah. Do people bitch about how long George Lucas movies are? (laughs) Or do they bitch about when Tyson Holyfield gets over in the first round instead of going 12 rounds? You know what I mean? I never got that, you know? And then they wanted me to change my whole pace and speed up the game. And, yeah, you know, I I feel like there's a few major league rules out there because of me, you know? so there was i think uh, you were that yeah. you remind me of that right didn't they didn't they like come down on you about working fast or something like that oh yeah the, the whole game of pace and the shot clock we called it back in the day we they started putting the clock on the field remember yeah yeah and, that was, and I was like a clock we're not playing basketball we're playing baseball folks there is no clock <laughs> yeah. It's just, man. You know, it's just be. It's the evolution of baseball. It's the whole deal, man. It's the whole like, um, it's play different now. You know, um, you know, that's like with me and Bryce. I say I don't care what you do when I'm not pitching, but when I'm pitching, like this is how we're gonna play.
0: Yeah. And, All right. You, so know, you, you brought that up. You brought that up a couple times now. T- take me now. You you're tight with them. What not tight? Whatever. You're friendly with. Yeah. Them. Take, take, but I'm explaining take, how the game has changed, you take, know, yeah, from give me, one player to the other. Give me, give me the 30 for 30 on that situation. Give me, like, another uh, – It was just a deal where I threw it Machado. He
1: went to the uh, media without talking to me, and he said I was stupid. Now he's going to get drilled, blah, blah, blah. I said, dude, bro, you know, met him in the locker. Hey, I'm protecting you. Mm. <laughs> you know, the starter didn't do it. I'm protecting you. Anyway right. – um, I said and I said that. I, said, I don't care what you do what everybody else is but you know when I'm out there this stuff about halfway going to first and you know blah 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 it ain't happening so do what you want to do with everybody else here's where we stand there's the line of course the next day he crossed it I started yelling <laughs> he said fuck you you fucking pussy and let's go I don't know what to do after that.
0: Did you, did you like break bread with him later or anything? No, the whole
1: clubhouse was in there breaking bread afterwards. He was nowhere to be seen. I think he was still kind of, you know, pissed off. But, I mean, I fought my brothers. And, you know, Jason Veritek used to whip my ass in the training room every day. Did he? I'd, I'd walk by him and I'd cocky say something smart. And he'd put me in a headlock to where I'd be like, I got to play tonight. Please let go. <laughs> <laughs> you know?
0: so, hey, what was, the, what was the best team you played on? Um... <laughs> The best team I played on
1: was uh, the very first team I got in Philadelphia. Really? But yeah. Oh, yeah. By far, as far as players go. But now the best team and the ability to come together and win despite anything was obviously those 17. Mm. I mean, we didn't, you know, we didn't all get along, but we didn't care. We all had a common goal. But in Philadelphia, we didn't all have that common goal. Does that right. make sense? But we I had Roy Halliday, Cliff Lee, Chase Utley, Jimmy Rollins, Ryan Howard, Cole Hamels, myself. I mean, there's like eight Hall of Famers right there.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so I was like, I'm, hey, I'm about to go win me three or four more championships. <laughs> and it's gonna be cake. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, Utley plays, like, 60 games. Ryan Howard still can't ACL. I, you know, it was like, oh, crap. The freaking – I mean, they were – NLCS, ALCS, or um, – Wildc- every year they were in the – you know, just like us.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> – what well, you going to do, man? <laughs> I remember going to Philadelphia interviewing you. It, it was like, <laughs> I think we had, we had a good time, man. I always had a good time talking with you. Yeah. But I don't think the Phillies writers knew what to make. <laughs> no, no. And especially when I, you know, because I
1: totally 100% expected. I think the first two years there, I was like the one and only all-star from the team. I was like, we got one all-star and it's me.
0: Mm-hmm. Like,
1: that's how bad we sucked. and. You know, I got to the point where I just, I think I said something like, man, I didn't come here for this. I came here for rings. And of course, I think one of them took it and it was like, you know, the Phillies fans are, you know, I feel like the fans in Boston would have been like "They're Damn right. They suck it right now. Oh, but we, we paid old boy a lot of money and he's right.
0: Yeah. yeah. We're
1: Philadelphia. They got their butt hurt, you know? Yeah. And they got all mad at me, but we were able to smooth that over and, you know, it's a love-hate relationship with Philadelphia fans,
0: maybe, but I don't. <laughs> look, it is what. Like, I mean. I like how you throw maybe. <laughs> yeah. Now listen, I think it's. I think it's. You had good. Like, anybody who holds any records for a team has to like be go down in history for that team. Is is something special. So. That's Well, important.
1: Yeah, I agree, man.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, so it's, you know, that's why when you came back, it was, besides you throwing, blowing 91 on the first pitch, like, that, like you coming back, that's a big deal, right? People- Guess what? Since then, I think, I actually,
1: honestly think that I blew my elbow out, that happening, because I wasn't able to, like, and I, I, I got a PRP injection, but I wasn't able to throw or, or grip anything for, like, two weeks. And I like, threw like 10 up against the screen as hard as I could in center field. So I'm sitting there hurling balls, and I'm like, oh, God, this don't feel right. And Veritek is in there warming up the pitcher. He's looking at me like, what the hell are you doing? I flip him off. I'm like, you know, I'm about to, you know, anyway. Wait. Yeah, you it hurt have, like hell.
0: You had a PRP injection before you threw uh, the first pitch or after? No, afterwards. Oh, really?
1: <laughs> because it hurts so bad. And I went to Jacksonville and my brother's um father-in-law's orthopedic surgeon for the Jaguars. I popped in there, got me one, and it's like <laughs> Well yeah. And then I just got back snowboarding, blew uh AC joint out on my right shoulder.
0: Oh, wait, right. all right. So a circle of life in this podcast. So we'll we'll finish it right where we began. You just said you can't feel your elbow. You just blew out your shoulder. You sure you don't want to retire here on the podcast?
1: No chance, because you probably got a bet saying that you could get me to retire, and that, oh, number one, ain't happened. Yeah, well, I told yeah. last <laughs> time. Oh, yeah, there. Yeah. And number two – um like I said, I'm like, you know, I could get a whole new shoulder in a few years here. I, I never would have known. I mean, look, I got this diagnostic company. I started up. It's a medical field. I meet all kind of crazy surgeons and shit Hey, They might have something for me down the
0: road. You never know, man. Hey, will you come, you did it. Like I said, you did a great job in Nesson. Will you do some broadcast? Will you do some games, please? oh man i don't know dude that's tough dude. it's really right. a lot tougher you know what you can do do it on the radio do it with me on the radio Okay. All right? will you do it like one time on the radio all will- right we'll try one time yeah it'll be good it's fun man it's fun i don't know what i'm doing either so yeah so- probably right <laughs> there you go